You are listening to the QSR Web Podcast. Hello again, all, and welcome back to the QSR Web Podcast. I'm your host and QSR Web editor, Shelley Whitehead, and happy you pulled up a chair for today's show because we're going to talk to the man behind a very quickly launched and successful delivery-only brand in the New York City metro area that owes its birth to a bunch of interesting delivery data along with New Yorkers' undying devotion to the chicken wing. That's just ahead, after this brief message. Stick around. Are you a supplier or a brand working to elevate the customer experience? The Interactive Customer Experience Association connects brands, suppliers, agencies, and more who are working to create transcendent customer experiences. Let's work together to create a better customer experience ecosystem for us all. Join the ICX Association today at ICXA.org. Uber Eats customers around New York City apparently had a problem a while back. Not enough sources for that essential party food, chicken wings, for them to order from. It was, you might say, one of those golden opportunities just waiting to be taken advantage of, which is why the founder of an area fast casual brand, Mighty Quinn's, that just happened to have some great wings, too, acted so fast. And that's where we begin today with that man, Hugh Mangum who might win the Food Service Industry Prize for a quick action in his development of this delivery-only wing brand, Sugar Wing. Welcome, Hugh. Hey, good afternoon. How are you guys doing? We're good here today. You know, so, so let's just start, begin at the beginning, as they say. First of all, uh, and especially since this brand is pretty much in its infancy, can you please explain the concept for our listeners and how it works and where and when you began. So quite honestly, we like you, you know, in your in your opening, it was pretty much spot on. Uh, my partners Christos Gormos and Misha Majid and I were contacted, or basically, you know, we were in cahoots with uh, finding out about what what needs needed to be filled through Uber Eats, and the opportunity presented itself to run essentially what we would quote unquote call a pop up within our location. Uh, doing our wings, but expanding our wing menu and delivering it only through Uber Eats, so that no, you know, it's not uh, not a restaurant that you can walk into and order those wings that are available at Sugar Wing, which is the the name of our in-store pop-up. Um, it's a delivery-only availability menu, and it just uh, it, it just seemed like a natural fit. We already had wings on the menu. Uh, we had two versions of our wings, which are uh, chili lime spicy wings and our barbecue wings and you know i have a bunch of sauces that are kind of in my wheelhouse that are in my back pocket and when this opportunity presented itself it just made a whole lot of sense to take those sauces apply them to the wings and run this out uh in the delivery platform through the restaurant to also beta test uh the wing concept but you moved fast didn't you (laughs) yes uh basically I wouldn't call it, you know, overnight, but pretty close to overnight. The opportunity presented itself. We found out that the, you know, the niche and the need needed to be filled. Uh, I'd say within probably within about two weeks from the time that that we knew that, you know, this was something that was available to us to roll out is when we we did it. I mean, obviously, oh, in certain God. ways. 
Yeah, but but truth be told, it's not like opening a restaurant. So, you know, I'm being candid with you. You know, Chris Misha and I had discussed it, and what made a lot of sense was that you know it's you're only training staff that you already have on site. There's no uh, you're not having to train them on how to speak to customers in this as far as in person. Um, it's mainly training of assembly and the actual, you know, finishing of the product, cooking the product and packaging it. So essentially what we had to do was create almost like a mini line within our line with, you know, separate packaging and separate, you know, separate items. Um, but again, execution, uh, I wouldn't say it was easy, but compared to opening <laughs> a restaurant, you know, full stop where you're having to train staff top to bottom deal with you know customer service cleaning bathrooms front of house sweeping the floor this was you know this is in the walls of a restaurant that already existed so those intangibles were already there awesome now as i understand it or maybe i'm i'm taking this a step too far this is kind of a joint thing with uber based on the information they provided about more or less unanswered searches on their platform is that correct? And if so, what's Uber's involvement, if any, in the current venture, Sugar Wing? Um, so, so Uber's involvement is is basically just the exclusivity. So Sugar Wing only exists on the Uber Eats platform. Um, you know, I, I would I would not go as far to say that we will never ever introduce these wings to our restaurants, but in its current incarnation as Sugar Wing, Sugar Wing the pop up is a i wouldn't call it a joint venture it's just an exclusive venture with uber eats that's cool that's cool for uber eats too um, yeah i mean you, I, I think that you know it, it's in all due fairness on both ends it's like it's a benefit to them to have us on board for this but it's also it was a benefit of of ours to get the information from them so you know that's where the exclusivity comes in then we're going to come right back here to pick up with how Sugar Wing is flying these days and where the tailwinds are taking you in the future right after this. Yep. The Interactive Customer Experience Association's mission is to connect B2C brands to technology that elevates the customer experience. Brands have access to resources, project help, news and insights based around boosting their customer experience. Suppliers gain network opportunities to reach these brands and help them provide solutions to elevate their customer experience. Join today at ICXA.org. Okay, we are back with delivery-only concept, Sugar Wing. So now, you all are up and running with this concept in New York City and thereabouts, right? Yes, it's in uh, New York and in New Jersey. Okay. So tell me what's the response and how is that directing your path forward with this concept? Oh, I mean, the response has been great. I, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's, um, I, I'm a restaurant guy, I'm a chef. So, you know, I'm used to table touches and seeing the customer's face. This new, um, new frontier we're on where delivery is making up so much of the business uh, is very, very strange for me. So, you know, I, I don't have a tactile sense of like looking at the customer's face and saying, how'd you like that? Or seeing them, you know, seeing their eyes roll back when they taste something and, and their mind is blown. Um, <laughs> this is more a matter of, of seeing it get some traction. And, um, you know, it's doing well. It's, uh, it's one of those things where 
I look at it again as a chef, not as a, I'm not, I'm not the money guy in, in, in this partnership. I mean, I, obviously we all would like to be successful, but um, for me, ultimately what I look at is, you know, we're selling wings that are, are different and new and other flavors and how that's skewing. And the fact that, you know, when the time comes, we can, you know, roll out a couple of these wings at some point in the restaurant and uh, knowing, you know, what works and what doesn't work. It's a great beta test for us from a product standpoint, but it's also mm-hmm. just, uh, it's doing really well in terms of giving, giving us another revenue stream, but also, you know, showing that we've got more to our game than just smoked meat. You know, that's interesting that what you were saying about being a chef and needing that kind of, uh, table the table touches and seeing the customer's faces do are you adjusting to this system do you get feedback that you can can use how how do you how do you get feedback now oh i mean i think you know you get feedback via you know whether it's google whether it's yelp i mean those people are still you know still reviewing the restaurant i mean the truth being told I tend to not read them religiously anymore. When we first opened our, our doors uh, six years ago, I could tell you the moment another Yelp hit, you know, I, I, and, and I, I was just, I was constantly looking for the feedback, but now, and I, and I don't mean this in a, uh, that we're gargantuan, but you know, the, with our growth, it's just, I cannot, I, I can't keep track of every single one. So what we tend to do is, you know, we, we tend to really, really hone in on, and I hate to say negatives, but like if you see a reoccurring theme, let's say. So whether it's a reoccurring theme uh, is people are saying that the sauce was great and you see three of those reviews within a 24-hour period, well, then, you know, you can give everybody a pat on the back and they're doing their job great or, or the delivery times were great. But then if you, on the flip side, if you see cold food three or four times in a period of 24, 48 hours, then you know you've got a pattern. It's not just somebody who's upset with you, you know, or or, or trying to kind of badmouth you. It's like there's there's a theme there that needs to be paid attention to. So I think that uh, that's where we get most of our feedback in terms of real time. Um, but you know, people also email us, and and people will you know do shout outs on Instagram, and um, you know, ultimately my most important piece again is, is the food. And and throughout, I've you know, whenever I taste the food in the restaurant, um, it's it's spot on and it's phenomenal and it's flavorful and it's chef driven. Obviously I say that self congratulatory wise, but I mean, it's <laughs> chef driven in the sense that, you know, what we're doing is not your run of the mill wings. There's not, you know, it, it's not just one size fits all. It's not like, you know, two different flavors that are kind of easy. It's, you know, there's different variations to it. Um, in terms of, in terms of the delivery piece, in terms of adjusting to that, you know, I think that, um, that that's a really that's a pandora's box so i think that we're in a day and age where we have these supercomputers in our hands and people want to order food and they don't want to leave their apartment sometimes when they're even in the same building and you know you have a choice to either play the game or to not do it and and potentially lose revenue uh, i think the fine line there is knowing that you know when these third-party apps, their delivery people take your food, there is the risk run of quality suffering. 
because nothing will ever be identical to eating it in the restaurant. You know, hot out of the fryer, tossed in the sauce, garnished with nice crispy veg, you know, and it hits the table and, and you can control its perfection, you know, its intention. Um, and, you know, once you've got someone who shows up to pick up an order, um, you, you know, invariably that there will be some suffering there. The goal <laughs> is to time it as, as appropriately as possible and try to have it so dialed in like a machine that essentially when that person walks through the door to grab the order, it's literally like the lid is hitting the box after it's just been put into the container and, you know, getting there within five to 10 minutes, hopefully to, to its destination. And that then you, you don't have uh, as much detriment as you could if it was not cared for. But again, you know, sometimes you can't guarantee that, or at least it's out of your hands in certain respects once it leaves your building. So that part, as a control freak that, that has me, you know, that, that definitely is something that like, I can't say that I've fully adjusted to yet. <laughs> I can hear like people in the audience just saying, uh-huh. Yeah. We hear, yeah. You know, cause it's well, scary. Well, it's, it's, it's funny because I, um, Christos, Misha and I were at uh, an event a couple of days ago and um, it was actually, there was a, it was this panel on delivery. Um, and the state of delivery and where it's going and all of these things. And, you know, largely there, there was information that we already kind of knew. Um, but there was one bit of information uh, that I thought was pretty funny. Like it was an anecdotal, someone was you know, telling an anecdote. And um, it was that you never hear anybody, anybody, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I, I can't remember to either anybody ever saying, I had the most amazing delivery last night. <laughs> it's always like normally whenever anyone is talking about something they got delivered if they're mentioning it it's normally a negative it's never like it was perfect it's normally always like oh my god i had to wait 20 minutes i you know they were an hour late or you know the food looked like you know junk or because it was tossed around in a bag and you know so i think that like that kind of resonated with me that you know our ultimate goal at some point in in you know hopefully the near future is to hopefully take more control over ensuring that the food is, is as optimal as it could possibly be when it gets to the customer's door. That's interesting. I've never heard that before. Thanks for sharing that. Um, <coughs> it does open your eyes a little bit. Um, you know, I'm wondering also, and I, you know, I kind of know the answer to this. Are there synergies between this concept and your original Mighty Quinn's barbecue concept that it, I mean, Mighty Quinn's kind of gave birth to Sugar Wig. Do they kind of sell each other? I, I, I don't know that they sell each other per se. I think that there is a synergy, though, because, I mean, it's like saying the, the best way I could put that is, you know, take your favorite what, what what would be your favorite musician or band you have 10 seconds to tell me who it is who, who would be your favorite band oh is you're not going to put me on the spot like that i am I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> who, who's your fa who's your favorite musical artist big audio dynamite <laughs> okay so so there you go everybody's going who is that <laughs> no i'm i was a clash fan so so to that point the clash big audio dynamite you take any band that has a founding member who's the same with Mick Jones and 
you know, invariably, there will be similarities to the sound, correct? Correct, yeah. So the synergy between Sugar Wing and Mighty Quinn's is that ultimately the person who created the food and the people that created the business are the same people. So I, I think that it's hard to say that they would be 100% of 180. You know, I, I would say that maybe we've, instead of taking a 180 or a right turn or a left turn, we've simply just veered down another lane. Um, but with the same ethos that we have at Mighty Quinn's, in terms of quality, in terms of, you know, our vibe, in terms of, you know, making sure that we're delivering on the promise of, you know, our all natural, you know, top of the line, best food in the business for what we do promise, then the two businesses are inextricably linked. Um, they're just, you know, one is basically, I would say the, uh, the cousin of the other, as opposed to being a, a completely different business. Awesome. I am curious about something because I don't live in New York City. What is it like to deliver there? I mean, you're not delivering, I take it, but you probably have a pretty good feel for it now. I think it really is. It's dependent upon the day. Um, I mean, today it's 70 degrees and sunny, which obviously <laughs> not as many people are ordering delivery when it's 70 and sunny, um, but it's ideal. And, you know, someone gets delivery today, it's probably going to be delivered in a timely fashion. It's going to be at proper temperature and all of those intangibles, all, all of actually all of those tangibles. Um, but let's rewind to four weeks ago and it was raining and 30 degrees and no one wanted to leave their apartments and the delivery doubled on that day. You know, like that, that's, that's where you hit your stress points in delivery. Um, Inclement weather is, without a shadow of a doubt, the biggest factor in the amount of orders you get, but also where things can fall through the cracks in terms of the delivery times, in terms of temperature. Um, those are what you really have to, you know, be cognizant of as much as you can. But again, it's kind of a hard uh, thing to control when, when the food leaves your door. Um, delivery times tended to, to rise because they're, they're doing multiple deliveries, they're running like crazy, they're in the snow. You know, ultimately, New York in a lot of ways can be easier in certain respects when the weather's great because, you know, the, if the radius is 10 blocks, you can get 10 blocks in New York in four minutes on foot if you're, if you're hustling, you know, or five minutes. Well, you can. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. But uh, yes, maybe the delivery guy can't, or maybe maybe some people can't. But um, you know, versus so you know, I, I've spent a lot of time. I grew up in Los Angeles, you know, and if you deliver or order delivery in Los Angeles from any number of restaurants, you could be looking at an hour and a half wait time on delivery because you know it's so much more spread out, and there's traffic in a different kind of traffic than New York. I mean, New York has serious traffic, but most of these delivery guys aren't in cars um, unless yeah. it's like a catering. They're, they're mostly on bikes, they're on foot, and it's much quicker. So this is just one last fun question, and it's, what is your favorite type of wing? My favorite type of wing? Um, I, I'm going to give you two of them that are my favorite. My, my, my all-time favorite is actually the OG Mighty Quinn's uh, chili lime sauce wing, just because um, that was my favorite thing to eat on the menu. Uh, you know, when we, when, and, and it's something that uh, I think separates us from every other barbecue place 
uh, bar none, in that it's not your typical buffalo wing. Um, it has a little bit of like, you know, some fermented chilies. It's got an Asian hint to it. It's got a lot of citrus. We serve it with pickled chili. I'm sorry, with uh, pickled celery. So it's kind of a nice, you know, nice poking the bear of buffalo wings with the, the, the raw celery sticks. Mm. Um, so to me, to me, that was always my favorite uh, wings. I also like the euphoria of spicy and the fact that you eat one, then you want another one. It's on your lips and it's spicy and you want a beer. Um, but then I'd say, you know, my unsung hero is our Alabama uh, wings, which are the Alabama white sauce wings, which are a throw to a, uh, a colleague named Chris Lilly, who's a chef out of uh, Big Bob Gibson's in Alabama. And he's famous for or they're famous for their Alabama uh, white sauce with their smoked chicken. And um, mm. that to me is just one of those super interesting uh, flavor profiles. It's like mayo and vinegar base with some sugar and some herbs. Um, it kind of hits all the notes of, of what you think of when you think of almost like a ranch dressing, uh, you know, kind of that, that guilty pleasure that we all, we all won't admit necessarily, but like that we do kind of like ranch. Um, <laughs> but take that and, and, and amp it up, you know, 10 times and activate that with heat from the, you know, from the, the wings coming out of the fryer. It's just a really, really awesome flavor profile. And I'd say the other, you know, the other one for me, if I'm going to give you a third, would be the uh, our Korean uh, sweet soy gochujang sauce, which is just, again, another thing that, like, you know, you don't see every day in, in a barbecue place and or in, in restaurants that aren't, you know, per se, in the lane of being, being just Korean. Um, those do really, really well. They they have a nice kind of flavor dance in your mouth with, with the sweet soy. There's, like, you know, some heat, some sugar. It's very subtle on the heat piece, but it's got a lot of umami, and it just plays really, really well with the wings. Wow. I asked for one. I got three. There you go. See, because I, I, I like the choice. I like the choice. Uh, wonderful. And wonderfully insightful. Uh, it'll be fun to watch the sugar wing fly as we move forward, and I wish you great success to you. Thanks so much for coming that. in today. Sorry. Thank, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Well, it's it's been very thought provoking for this particularly increasingly delivery centric industry, and that kind of wraps it up for us today. It's going to be the end of this particular session of the QSR Web Podcast. And actually, we're skipping a week for the long Memorial Day weekend, since none of you will be here anyway. We'll be back, though, on May 31st with another show and great quick service brand. Until then, have a great day, great business week, and a spectacular holiday weekend. Viva la time off. Bye now.